welcome to the MF Gamers Podcast. This is Play One Bin for November 2018. I'm Hendo, and here's Ben. Hello. It's been a rather busy month, and we have a lot of shit to get through. So I'll start on my stuff, and I'll try and keep it incredibly brief, but it's Red Dead Redemption 2, so, you know, this could go on for hours. Yeah, so it does seem to be that people talk about it a lot when they talk about it, and it's it's now a few weeks out, it's, it's a couple of tracks with it. It's either just gushing it's amazing i did this and oh my god it was incredible and so 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 mm. or it's like yeah fuck i kind of don't like this i'm not gonna go too deeply on it because there's more other people's opinions to to pull from later on yeah and i'm not gonna give any spoilers whatsoever in what i'm about to say i warn you that this could get a bit weird okay bear with me it could sound a bit pretentious but um, there is a point to it, and hopefully you'll get it. Well, I was listening to uh, Waypoint earlier today, so you've got some <laughs> you've got some competition. Yeah, I guess so. Right. So in the late '90s and early 2000s, I really started to broaden my musical horizons. I really started to listen to a lot of stuff that I previous to that I didn't really count as important, like a lot of old soul and R&B, Motown. Yeah. Got really into Stevie Wonder, Tom Waits. And one of the musical genres that I did not care for before that at all was jazz. All the 40s and 50s and 60s instrumental jazz I just absolutely fell in love with. And one artist in particular was Miles Davis. And I listened to a lot of Miles Davis and I went through all pretty much in chronological order until I got to 1969 where his album called Bitches Brew. I don't know if you've heard this album. Yeah, probably. I probably heard it at uni. I know the name. Yeah, it's one of the most influential albums of all time. It's frequently on the top 100 albums of all time. And I was very excited. I bought this album. I took it home. I listened to it. And my reaction was... This is shit. This is fucking terrible. This is just a load of nonsense. This is perilously close to free jazz and the fast show jazz club. (laughs) Honestly, it's just nonsense. And a friend of mine's dad, who I had big respect for, his musical collection was vast. Everything from Mozart to Massive Attack, loads of punk and metal and dance and pop. Basically, what I listen to now is what his music collection was like. It was just all over the place. Yeah. And I spoke to him about it, and he laughed, and he said, you've got to be in the right frame of mind to listen to that, which only made it worse, only made me more angry, because it just sounded like this is the Emperor's New Clothes. Like, oh, you just don't get it. You'll you'll get it, but, you know, give it more time. I listened to it over and over again. I was doing a load of overtime at the time of uh, where I used to work. So I had a very early start and a very late finish. I'd come home, I'd leave about six in the morning and I'd get home at nine at night, which meant I'd have enough time to get some food and get a shower and then go to bed. And I'd put Bitches Brew on to try and force myself to listen to it and pretty much immediately fall asleep, but it was on repeat through the night. And after about a week of this, I started realizing, oh, I think I get this. I think 
the grooves are starting to make sense to me. Yeah. However, through the years, what my mate's dad said was absolutely on the nose. Sometimes I'll listen to it and think, this is complete fucking toss. And then other times I'll listen to it and go, this is fucking genius. And what he said about that album was absolutely correct. And that is Red Dead of Redemption 2. If you're not in the right frame of mind for it, if you haven't got the patience and you're not willing to spend hours at it, basically, you can't play like 10 minutes of it. It's just, you just can't do it. Then it is really, really good with some massive, massive problems. But if you're not in the right frame of mind for it, it is one of the worst games you'll ever play. Honestly, if we'd have had this conversation a week ago, I'd have told you I'd barely give it 5 out of 10. Yeah. I would never say it was a 10 out of 10 game. Sometimes I have amazing fun with it. Sometimes it is just... I don't know what they were thinking in some of the things. It seems to be the way with Rockstar stuff, because GTA, well, 5 at least. No, 4 as well. 4 came out and was huge critical success and everything. A year later, it seemed like everyone hated it. Well, not everyone, but there was a lot of people very, very critical of it. And even mm. 5 seems to have, like... It's it's one of the best-rated games of all time. It's probably the, certainly one of the biggest selling games of all time. But you will get people being very critical of it who had previously, I think, liked it a bit. They you know, With a bit of distance, they maybe don't think it's as good. So, yeah, it must be something about the way Rockstar do... You know, Rockstar make open worlds, I guess. I don't know. I think 5 was generally well-received by the fans. It was... 4 definitely did not go down very well. I loved it, personally, but I was not full of hype that a lot of people that were disappointed with. with. I was massively looking forward to this, having loved the first Red Dead Redemption, and it is a crushing disappointment in a lot of ways. I'll give you an example of some of the weird things that they've decided to do on this game. If you press the left bumper, that brings up your gun menu. If you want to improve your health, like eat some food, you have to press the left bumper, hold it down, that brings up the gun menu, then press the right bumper, so you switch to your food menu. While holding in the left bumper, push in the right stick to select the item of food that you want, then press the right trigger to cycle through which of the foods you want to eat, and then let go of the first left bumper. That's to eat food, that's to improve your dead eye meter. I don't know what they were thinking, I, the mind boggles. But if I was an editor working there, I don't know what I would cut out, to be honest, because you can kind of see why they've done some things like that. Yeah. It's a very, I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for, but it's a very sort of bullish, we know what we're doing kind of approach. Whether they made the right decisions or not is a different matter, but there's a thing where, say you're at the very, very south of the map and you're in your base and you want to go on a mission and you will follow your gang members to the location of the mission, which could be at the very north of the map. So you have a very, very long horse ride that you can't skip and essentially is gameplay, but you can't really do anything. You can't veer off the path of why is its mission over. And then you get to the top of the map finally, do the mission, and then the next mission is back in your base, so you have to ride all the way back. And if you're not in that kind of serene, I'm going to enjoy this and wallow in this kind of mentality, you will fucking hate it. Hmm. Everything has an animation. Everything has a button press or a hold a button press or hammer it down. It's a very slow-paced game. I can completely understand why some people, as we'll hear from in a bit, 
absolutely love it. I can completely understand why some people absolutely hate it. The truth is somewhere in the middle. It's a big disappointment, but there's something there that's pretty good, but it takes a lot to wait for you to get there. Yeah, do you think... See, this is something I've been thinking about the last couple of years. Particularly now we're coming to the end of the year. The way I play games over the last 10 years or so, I feel I have to, or I've had to, or felt I've had to, move on. Get the thing Mm. done, move on. Get the thing done, move on. So just playing a game and playing it at, not necessarily the expense of other things, maybe that's the point, is that I've seen it as at the expense of. Whereas actually it's just like, no, you know, just this is the game. There's people that do that. They buy four games a year and if they want to play something, they'll play FIFA or they'll play GTA or they'll play this thing that they enjoy doing. They'll just go back to it and just keep playing it. And maybe Red Dead is suited to those kind of people where it's just like, yeah, this is the thing. I've got an hour to play something. So I'm going to, like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to work through it. They're not trying to finish the game. They're just going and spending time in that world. And maybe they do eventually want to finish it, but they're not trying to get it done because smash is out or because you know they didn't get around to spider-man or vampire or, or whatever that that it's just the game they get and when it's eventually done maybe they'll buy another one yeah i mean it's a big game so even if you were going to mainline it which i've considered doing so i'm just going to stick to the main missions i'm just going to get through it just so i can move on because i really wanted to play hitman 2 and that hasn't happened because of this so i'll give it one thing there's so much variety in the side missions and then, I don't know if you played the first Red Dead? No. There was a whole thing of, like, um, not side missions, but stranger encounters where you'd see someone on the side of the road, and invariably it was the same one repeated, which was, like, a woman saying, my cart's broken down and I need to get to town, can you help me? And then one of two things will happen. Either you will take this woman to a town and she will give you a bit of money, or it will be a big ruse and you'll get jumped by a load of people. And there is very few times that that has happened so far. And I've done a lot of them. There's a big variety of those things. And there's a big variety of... It's just so much things to do. From a technical standpoint, you've got to admire it, how amazing it is. But whether it's fun comes down to, like I said about Bitches Brew, what your state of mind is, where your head is at. Because some people just will not like it. Some people will absolutely love it. It's 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 a crazy, crazy thing. The other game I've been playing is complete polar opposite, and that is Tetris Effect. Yep. Which is, uh, that's a video game. Yeah, it's arguably the, yeah, the video game. Like, it's heard a few people say, and I, I can sort of get behind it, Tetris is, like, the archetype of, of video games, and it's the, the game above all others that stands the test of time. Yeah. Or certainly the good Tetris games. Yeah, so you've been playing this as well. I'm only level 11. I haven't finished the uh, the campaign yet. No, neither have I. I think I'm only slightly ahead of you. I'm level 15 or something. Not that that experience level means anything. It's just you do stuff and you get XP and you level up. And I think that just means that you unlock avatars and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't finished the journey mode because I'm stuck on the last level because it's quite hard. I'm, I'm playing exclusively on normal. I've... I played a little bit of the easy difficulty on the demo when that was up, so I've just gone straight to normal for this, which has been largely fine until the end. Yeah, I've kind of been bouncing between the two. I've, I've been doing stuff on beginner and then going back and doing it on, on normal. 
it has this weird thing where it starts speeding up and you think, oh, right, it's just going to stay like this, but then it will slow back down. Yeah. And that is great because it, you really feel... Like I've been playing on headphones for the most part and you really feel in the moment on that. It is um, it is a journey. It's uh, I wish I took drugs again, to be honest, <laughs> when I'm playing this. Explaining it to a mate in work, the one I told you about a couple of months ago who, who was encouraging me to get an Xbox. Yeah. Because he doesn't have a PlayStation and he is a massive, massive stoner. And I was showing him video footage of it. If this comes to Xbox, you need to buy it because you will absolutely love it. And they've kind of got the best of both worlds because if you're a hardcore Tetris fan, you can make it really hard. You can have these ridiculously hard speed modes and all these challenges. Or if you're a stoner and you just want to enjoy all the visuals that's going on around you, you can play the modes that have no end that are you cannot possibly lose. Or I think if you finish the journey mode, you've got you can watch just the backgrounds and not have Tetris playing. Yeah, I yeah, I want to see what that's like. Not that I'd necessarily make much use of it, but I, I wondered if it was like the AI played Tetris. Because just the animations on their own, I'm not entirely sure I'm that interested in. The impression I got from... Because obviously no, we haven't finished it, so we haven't unlocked that yet, but the impression that I got was the Tetris isn't there at all. Hmm. I could be wrong. Because it's tied the Tetris. What you're doing in the game affects the animations and affects the sound and... In such a mm. way that with if you just lost that, I, I wonder how interesting it'd be. I'm sure it's still fine. It's a pretty game. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I heard it wasn't 4K, but it looks it to me. I'm playing on a 4K telly on a Pro, and it, it looks really sharp in a way that I don't know that it would do. I'm sat fairly close to it. Mm. So if I do play something that's 1080p, you can usually tell that, that it's stretched out a bit. It looks fine. but So I don't know either. It's just the, the kind of visuals that it is lends itself to just it will always look good or mm. if it actually is 4k and, and whatever i read that was was just wrong but yeah it looks great and you don't necessarily get to see a lot of the animations when you're playing it and it maybe takes a few minutes before you you realize that what you're doing is affecting the sound yeah like you said when the pace kicks in in time with the music and stuff like that and or if it chills down and the music's chill and stuff like that even the, like the first song it's probably my favorite in the game of what i've heard but it's like the way that's structured it's in three parts to the point where you don't really realize you're on just the first level still because the song feels like it's broken up yeah it's cool it's like i'm not the world's biggest tetris fan i, I like it fine but yeah it's not necessarily the game i'd take with me to a, a desert island or whatever but yeah this is great this is a brilliant brilliant version of tetris which is weird because that's the second brilliant version of tetris in the past couple of years Yes. And that's, well, that's the other thing I was thinking of. I, and I'm going to say something that will get groans, but I wish it was on Switch, but not necessarily for the reason that you might think. More so that I've got the Luminez remaster on Switch and I've got Prio Prio Tetris on Switch. So it'd be really nice to have three amazing puzzle games together. Yeah. How exclusive this is to PlayStation, I don't know. As far as I know, it's not it's not made by Sony, so... No. It's a very PlayStation-y game, though, isn't it? Oh, Yeah. Yeah. The biggest surprise for it for me was I was expecting, oh, it's going to be a really chilled out Tetris. And then it comes to the end of the level or when third of the level goes through and it goes and it, before it moves on to the next song. And then I realise, oh, I haven't blinked in three minutes. Like, <laughs> my eyes are dry as fuck. Yeah, it's, it's chilled, but also at the same time quite tense. Yeah. I've heard the Tetris effect misused because the Tetris effect is a thing. My understanding is it's 
that you still see the blocks after you finish yeah. playing. Whereas I've heard people refer to it as being zoned into the game and at the exclusion of everything else, which is I think just video games, but or concentration. But yeah, that does happen where you're, you know, it's one of those games where someone could be telling you anything and it'd be like four minutes before you just go like, uh huh, and they've <laughs> wandered off and you know it's like you're not listening to me, you're just like, yep, yeah. that sort of thing. It's one of those games, or certainly it's best. It's one of those games. Yeah, it's a, it's a hearty contender for game of the year, which. Red Dead Redemption 2 is not to me. I, I'm sure you expected this conversation a while ago to go completely differently. I got the impression that you were very not looking forward to hearing people gush about Red Dead a lot. I don't particularly like Rockstar's games, but not in... I know there was someone years ago who used to be on the forum who hated Rockstar, like what they were, and I don't particularly like their games, but I've no issue with you know them as a company necessarily. Hmm. And it wasn't down to like their work practices or, or anything. It was way before all that. It was just he didn't like GTA, so he hated them. Yeah. And that's cool. That's whatever. Do what he likes. I have no great issue with it. I just get a bit bored hearing the same conversation over and over and over. And that's kind of been gaming podcasts over the last month. It's just, oh, I've been doing this on Red Dead. Start talking about something else. And then within five minutes, they're back to Red Dead again because they're all playing it and so on and so on. Yeah, I kind of had resigned myself to it being Game of the Year. And I think it still might be, just because I think people put it on the top ten. But mm. yeah, if it's certainly one of those games it looks like, you know, looks like it should be Game of the Year. It'd be interesting to see what would be if that isn't possibly God of the War. I said to call it God of the War. God of War. <laughs> on that note, actually, Hendo, last month you uh, you and Sly were discussing, you read out my thing and said, oh, it sounds like God of War's Ben's Game of the Year. It isn't. I've, ah. I've played at least, so far, I've played two better games than God of War. Ah, well, uh, I look forward to the next month then. Yeah, one of them is the big reason why I've said in the thread, if it came out on a new platform this year, particularly if it's got some changes to it, you can pick it. <laughs> like, maybe if it's just like, oh, they put Sonic to Switch as part of the Mega Drive collection, maybe don't pick that. But ah. that's maybe not in the spirit of it, but... You know, if it's a, a remaster or whatever, like if you pick Burnout, do what you want. I don't care. Yeah. I'll move on to my wants and bin. My my want is pretty simple. I want to get rid of Red Dead Redemption 2 and <laughs> move on and um, get on to Hitman 2. And Smash Brothers comes out pretty soon. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to them. My bin, I was going to go on a big rant about the state of Western politics and America and Brexit and stuff. However... A more pressing concern has appeared, and one of my HDMI ports on my TV is knackered. Oh no! So yeah, that's. I mean, Brexit is bad and all, but you know. Well, HDMI port. Have you got a 4K telly? I have not. It's Black Friday coming up as we're recording <laughs> this, so. But that's, I got my 4K telly on Black Friday a couple of years ago, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll good, see. It's good, good time as any. It's a good excuse. It's I forget the word. That means serendipitous, that's the word. Okay. Yeah, maybe, we'll see. Yeah, that's enough about me. How about you? Well, I was going to start this by trying to do an impression of... Or not trying to do an impression, doing an impression of the robot voice to start reading mine. It turns out I practiced before. Can't do it. Can't do it at all. (laughs) So I guess that's part of my bin. Another one, Sega Heroes just came to... uh, 
Android and I assume iOS as well. And um, I followed Sega on Twitter. I'm not entirely sure when that happened, but I think right. possibly Twitter's algorithm just went, yeah, just the, the, let's face it, he wants it. <laughs> or maybe I don't. Maybe it's a Sonic account. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, so it's it's a it's like Puzzle Quest. It's okay. Just like gem matching. If you match more than three of a particular colour, let's say red gems, you match four of them, it'll smash those, but it'll leave one star gem of that colour, which then launches a super attack next time you match three gems using that gem, if that makes sense. Hmm. You aren't fighting one character at a time, you have a team. So you start off with two characters and you unlock more characters as you go along. And one character will be the yellow blocks, one character the blue blocks, one character the uh, red blocks, one character the green blocks. And it starts, I've got Amy, who, Amy Rose, as you know, from Sonic, Hendo. Of course. She uh, is pink and wears red. So she is the green block. <laughs> the, um, wow. The, uh, I think it's called Axe Battler from Golden Axe, the sword guy. Right. He wears blue undies, so he's blue. That makes sense. Blaze mm. Fielding ended up getting her from Streets of Rage. She wears red, so she's red block. And... Uh, I had I.I. from Monkey Ball, who is in the yellow ball. So it all makes sense apart from Amy Rose. Just does not make sense. But yeah. I end up unlocking an epic character that is more powerful. So they, they do different attacks and so on and so on. And it's, it's a pretty good game. It's it's like, as a match puzzle RPG kind of thing, it's, it's really good fun. It works. It's good. Mm. It's just this layer of bullshit. You know how you play mobile phone games, Hendo, and, you know, this is why other people don't. <laughs> free to play as well as you should yeah, point yeah. out oh yeah free to play I would quite happily so you get there's multiple different currencies in it so there's gold if you want to level a character up you spend gold on them you can only level them to your player level which is fine you can't just go and spend all your gold leveling people up and break the game they can only match to your level that's an RPG standard Persona Shimigami, they do that and then there's these like diamonds and diamonds are a currency to buy stuff like buy characters essentially and then there's like these shards of diamonds that are to enhance people so once you get to level 10 they have to be enhanced you can't just keep leveling up you have to enhance them but it doesn't tell you how many of these you've got and i managed to run out and you can get them from various things chests and stuff there's free chests every day and so on and so on maybe rewards from doing certain levels there's multiplayer currency there's keys to play multiplayer you only get three of them a day but you can spend money to get more of those if you if you know if you wanted to of course so i spent some of my diamonds the really rare ones i had 150 i was like fuck it there's a, a deal on it's like launch day deal get the sonic team and it's knuckles sonic amy who i've already got and it says something about shards for her so i assume you just get to level her up and you get tails and tails is epic on it apparently like best character in the game kind of thing so i spent these gems that are really hard to get you can buy them with real money thinking I was going to unlock at least one character. I didn't. I got five character shards for Amy, a character I already had. Hmm. I then started to understand that the way you promote characters is they you get their character face, their shard, if you like, their portrait. It might take 10 of them, or 15, or 25 of them, and it'll take them up to like a promotion, like a prestige or something. But that's also how you unlock characters. So you can go and spend currency, but you're not necessarily getting that character you want. You might just be getting five shards for them, which might be plenty. That might be half of the way there, and you might already have some. Or that character might need 65, 
in which case you've got a long long way to go and it's okay it's that where i started to just be like oh right this is that i can see how they're gating me i then got to a point in the campaign where i just couldn't get any further just the game you are not powerful doesn't matter how good you are at it you cannot beat this it's stacked against you i gained one level a character like a player level my level that then meant i could level everyone up another level and i trounced them and i did multiple levels after that just that gating system is so severe on it in terms of gameplay some of the the ways it then starts it started to reveal itself to be bullshit is (laughs) so every attack is, is kind of precious because you know the levels are so strict and stuff they introduce characters that can dodge you can't dodge they can dodge and there's no rhyme or reason to it they just start dodging your powerful attacks and it just feels like you know that ai cheating element I've, there's now enemies who can oh yeah they can turn your own board against you so certain gems will start to attack you if you don't clear them right it tends to just appear on one of the ones that say it's a blue one with no blues around it so you can't clear it so you're constantly taking damage and it just seems to have that snide mass to it and i've now got characters i've just hit some enemies who cannot be damaged by physical attacks but all my team do physical attacks i don't have anyone available to me who does magic attacks which means i need to go and get a magic character which means i need to buy some gems and buy some shards and spend some money and and stuff like that and it's like i could just grind it out but it's you know it's yeah so it's weird it's it's like this game made for four pound or available for four pound where you could just play it would be brilliant and are free to play and you just buy the characters and they just add characters every now and then would be brilliant Mm. i would spend money on it i think because i've been enjoying it i'd quite happily go and add streets of rage characters or jet set radio characters or sonic characters but yeah the way it is at the minute is just not like it's a shame because it is quite good fun but it's just infuriating and everything that's wrong with mobile games i think yeah yeah i can't argue with that Dragon Quest XI, I'm, I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about it because I've talked about it before and I'm, I'm quite late in, very late in and so anything I say is just going to spoil stuff. It's good but it just feels like it's lacking a bit of something. Like it's it's good fun, it's still Dragon Quest the systems are, are there, they've added to them, like you can craft stuff and uh, you have this pep attack where it's like super attacks every now and then you can team up with people if you're in this like heightened state and a couple of you are so there's stuff to it that's quite good and uh, it's it's not a bad game. It just feels like it's a bit tame and a bit safe and a bit, I don't know. I noticed that both you and um, Tommy had the exact same experience of starting it up and going, this is amazing. And then at the same point, you both went, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, it's just like Dragon Quest obviously is, you've seen what it looks like, not necessarily just this one, but in general what it looks like. So it's, it's yeah. I think I said last time, it is not Shin Megami. It is not... There is no giant erect penis riding a chariot. That's just not what it is. It's not, you don't kill God. You don't have this, like, picking the working man over the rich and killing all the rich people. It's, it's not nasty like Shin Megami can be. It's it's just friendly. I, I that Tim Rogers thing that I think Ed posted a while back, he was saying it was like a bedtime story. It's just you play mm. it for an hour before bed, and, and I can sort of see that logic to it. But it has in the past had a decent story to it and all decent characters and interesting stuff this has finally towards the end of the game done something that i wasn't expecting but it's done in a way that didn't really feel like a gut punch or anything like it didn't 
that's what I was waiting for. And it's when you get to the point, you know, when characters don't die in games or TV shows or whatever, they just get transported or they lack of consequence, like a children's thing. If we can't mention death, so we'll do this. It feels like that. It feels like it's wants to be a, a, an adult RPG, but knows it's got a, a young audience as well in Japan, at least. So is is pulling punches all over the place. It's just very very tame. Hmm. I'm at 70 hours, I think, or just over. So a lot of that, where it's just like, I kind of wish it just get to it. So, it, yeah, I don't know. It's, it is good, and I'm, I'm going to finish it. I suspect it will be in my top 10, but it's not in the top three or four Dragon Quest games I've played, I don't think. Uh, huh. And one of them didn't have a story, one of the, the best ones. Like, Dragon Quest Nine doesn't really have a story to it. It's just the gameplay, but it's kind of, at least it doesn't have this sort of Disney-safe story going through it but i'd say it's better than nino kuni but on nino kuni 2 but it's it's like i said not the greatest dragon quest captain toad i played that on the 3ds i played a decent amount oh, excellent. i've not finished it uh it gets sort of tough if you're going for the three stars on it it, it gets fairly tough i've had to look at a guide on a couple but yeah it's it's good it's um i picked the 3ds version over the switch because i figured the touch controls would be uh would be more suitable and to interact with stuff, you have to use a controller. It's, yeah, it, that might be the case. And there's 3D in the 3DS one, which is rare for 3DS games now. They seem to just not be bothering to do 3D in games. And you'd think it'd work really well, and I guess it does to an extent. But I seem to just look at the bottom screen all the time, which obviously doesn't have 3DS stuff, or 3D stuff, but it's the one with the touch. I think it looks a little better on that screen for whatever reason. So yeah, it's cool. I, I really like Captain Toad. I liked it on the what I played on the uh, on the Wii U. Only played the first world. Um, it's decent, decent length, interesting, bit of a challenge. And if you missed it on Wii U, I definitely say it's worth picking up. If you played it on Wii U, probably isn't really worth picking up for the odd new level. But yeah, it's a fun one. Yeah, I played a couple of games for Halloween as well, which I don't usually do, but I kind of wanted to clear some stuff off, so I played Soma. Oh yeah, and that was sort of it's, again. It's another game that I kind of was waiting for it to do a bit more than it did i didn't find it particularly scary it's quite bioshocky at points yeah i thought bioshock was more tense than it and bioshock is not entirely a horror game whereas this is so it's made by the people that did uh, amnesia you have that sort of feeling to it initially you're sort of walking through and you've got the threat of something happening and it just sort of doesn't and then when i saw the first enemy i just sort of walked around it and it wasn't that difficult and then when I did eventually get into combat and even when i when i died and when i failed there's no real consequence to it. You kind of get put back a little bit. You now know where you need to go. And if you did take damage, you were limping and moving slower. Well, now you're not because you died. So you kind of know to avoid stuff. And it ends up just being enemies are more frustrating than they are scary. I didn't like the main character either. He's a bit stupid. The story's quite good and the themes it touches on are quite interesting. But he doesn't pick up on it as the player you pick up on stuff way before the character does yeah you accept stuff that he just never quite gets to and maybe that's perfectly normal i have known people in my life who i think might react like him and it's like (laughs) i've just explained this to you why haven't you understood this and they just they want to be angry so they're angry and that's kind of the impression you get with him but then you kind of feel like why is he worth saving because he's a fucking idiot yeah it's a cool game, but it doesn't quite go as far on some of the themes as I would have liked it to have done. But I guess it's because of the scope of it and stuff. It's not a huge world, really. But it's no. 
I put it off because I thought it might be really frustrating. Whereas it's it's not that bad. It's just a it's almost a I hate using the term, but almost a walking simulator at points. It's it's worth playing just to to play through. I think. Yeah. I also played Chew on on the Wii because I've been meaning to go back to that for years and years and years. Based on the film, Chew on you only use the pointer, just the Wii remote, and sort of look around. And I don't know what she was called, Chew on woman. I have no idea. Yeah, we'll jump out and the kid will jump out. And it's it's described on the box as like a ghost house kind of thing, like a, a roller coaster or something. But it's got sort of irritating puzzle elements to it and stuff. And I enjoyed it when I played it a while back. And I remembered why I stopped playing it. And it's the movement is you want to look left or you want to move left. You have to just point towards the side of the screen. Eventually it will turn or it'll just not. And it, you know, it sometimes just won't work and it will... Uh, lock into a position and you want to stop spinning but it just carries on spinning yeah it needs to let you use the analog stick the nunchuck to control and that would be a much better game but it's i'm surprised no one else ever mentions it i've not it feels like it should be a cult game that a few people played and it no one talks about it but it's sort of interesting i think it would be a better game if you had other people around to play it together and just enjoy it as this stupid horror game the last one, because I don't want to spend ages talking about this, I've played an awful, awful lot of Football Manager, Hendo. <laughs> and of course you have. Yeah, well, I, I haven't for years, and then I picked up on the Switch, the Touch version, uh, last year, like, not long after release, it just it was its first sale. I checked the save file the other week, and I was at like 56 days on it. And I was like, I haven't played, that must be wrong, it must be storing stuff like where I've put the, I've put the Switch in sleep mode whilst I've been playing it. But if that was true, it would be at much more than 56 days. So I think I have just played it for 56 days, which is kind of impressive. It does run slower than a PC, so I'm not that far into it. I'm only like six seasons in, seven seasons in. But I'm at the point where young players I've been trying to develop are now pushing into the team. And I've got like international like kids who are breaking into the England team but barely get a start for me. And I've got too many players and stuff. And United got bought out, but I didn't get any extra money for it. Usually, if you get bought out, you then get, oh, here's 200 million to spend or something. I ended up losing money. They took money off me and I haven't given me any extra money as I've been going through. So I've had to make these kids come through. Whereas City are off buying all sorts of players. And Harry Kane, City unsettled him, put in a bid. I matched the bid, it was accepted as well. So we're both, you know, in contract talks with him. I put in my, here's my offer. This is what you asked for. I'll accept, you know, I'll match it. He chose City over United. And do you know what he's won since? Fuck all. That's what he's won. I've won everything since. Granted, I've cheated a couple of times, but I don't know. Fuck City. <laughs> they win enough in real life. But yeah, it's it's kind of cool, but it is at that point where I've started to get a bit tired of it because I want it, I'm at that tipping point where I've almost got a completely new team full of kids and stuff, but I've still got these remnants of players and it's really difficult to sell players on it. And it's not a bad version, but it's sort of been replaced now I think so yeah I think that's it I think beyond res and stuff I think that's everything or more or less everything I've played my wants similar to you looking forward to smash hope it has got a story mode to it but I've I've already paid for it so it's too late now <laughs> yeah talk to things I've already paid for and though I might have bought a VR headset <laughs> Amazon had them for 180 quid with VR worlds Astrobot which oh, I've yeah. Heard people, yeah, people praising and Doom. So yeah, so that should be hopefully pretty good. But my housemate will go mental if he finds out I've bought this at the minute. So <laughs> yeah, I have 
spatula came around this weekend and so that's my defense it's like yeah yeah mark left it yeah it's mark who left it for me to try <laughs> so i'm gonna play tetris with it and um yeah i'll, I'll play astro box apparently it's good doom i've heard good stuff about so but yeah so i guess that's my want is for for that to turn up my bin i played a game called don't feed the monkeys which is this indie game where you look at cctv and you have to piece together stuff and and potentially bribe people or you have to keep earning money and buying cameras otherwise you get shut down which is sort of the plot of um super hot as well yeah i don't know i meant to go back to it before we talked about this but i haven't and i was only going to go back to it because i was going to talk about it on this hmm. it's not a bad game it's just not my sort of thing so it's all right but i think that might be that might be a bin and I think I might have to, even though I've been enjoying it to a point, just on point of principle, Sega Heroes might have to go to the bin. Yeah. It might have to be uninstalled because it's, I'm going to hit a wall with that that I can't get past very soon, I think. So before I get to that point, well, it's still got some positive feelings for it, I might just have to get rid of it. Yeah, sounds like it. Okay, so we move on to the forum? Yep. So, first of all, we've got Ildog. This is what he's been playing. Spider-Man continues to delight me and piss me off in equal measure. I'm really near the end and I'm enjoying it enough to want to finish it. Persona 4. Dancing all night. Just an insanely addictive rhythm game with cheesy-ass music and even cheesier dialogue and I can't get enough. Luigi's Mansion. I'm slowly making my way through this GameCube remake. It's a classic but the controls are sucky. No pun intended. I fancy going back through Luigi's Mansion. I've got fond memories of that. I played the uh, Luigi's Mansion 2 on the 3DS. And it oh, yeah. it ran fairly well. You know, it's good on the 3D screen. It's not a series I particularly enjoy, though. It, it's it's not bad. It's just, it's, it's all right. Persona 4 Dancing All Night, I th- don't think that's the one that's just come out. There's one, or is about to come out. There's one that's just come out in Japan that Spatula's been playing. Uh, or two, I should say. I think it's three and five. But yeah, Dancing All Night, uh, the Persona games, rhythm games people seem to like. Hmm. And here's his want. Want to get into Red Dead Redemption 2. I've only played about three hours and I hear from all accounts it just gets better and better, but so far I'm underwhelmed. I'm going to say that um, his feelings of underwhelmed on Red Dead is uh, going to continue. I think it's been a while since he posted this, so... He might have just stopped. Yeah. And his bin. Bin the combat in Spider-Man. I still hate it. Suck a bag of dicks. Haters. I'm surprised he doesn't like the combat because he was big on the Batman combat and it's basically the same thing. Hmm. But I can sort of, I can sort of sympathize, particularly when you're trying to get around the city later on, it can be a bit of a pain in the ass. Yeah, I don't know. Spider-Man's not as great as I think we were maybe all led to believe, but it's, it's not bad. I might pick up the DLC at some point. Yeah. First of our new members, we've got um, MF Nick. This is what he's been playing. Persona 5. I'm absolutely loving this. Not played a proper traditional Japanese RPG for ages and it's great. Forza Horizon 4. Brilliant game. Fell off the last two relatively quickly but something about this one has really grabbed me. Cuphead. On and off with this. Brilliant game but requires full concentration when playing so have to be in the right mood. Yeah, my housemate's been playing Persona 5 and uh, he's been really enjoying it as well. I finished it this year and ended up really enjoying it. And yeah, it's maybe not as good as Persona 4, but it's it's still a very good Persona game. I'm with him on the Forza Horizon 4 as well. That's good. And I um, now I've got an Xbox. I really fancy getting uh, Cuphead. Yeah. That seems pretty good. And here's his want. 
I want Red Dead Redemption 2 and Spider-Man. Also Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Not a fan of AC usually but I'm a huge fan of Ancient Greece, so I want to try it. Those are three pretty big open world games. Knowing what I know, I'd probably go for Odyssey. <laughs> but I haven't played an Assassin's Creed in a while, so... Uh, or maybe Spider-Man, I don't know. You, you, were, you were fairly positive on Spider-Man. Yeah, it's called Spider-Man. Uh, it's not perfect, but yeah. I still need to go back to the last year's Assassin's Creed that's apparently really good. Yeah, I, I want to get that Or as well. Origins, is it, something? Yeah, Oranges. Yeah. Also, he's got a Red Dead Redemption, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and Spider-Man. All got to be done before the end of the year. That's the way this works. We've all, yep. we've all got to have played everything by the end of the year to have an opinion. Yeah, that's true. And here's his bin. Too many long and massive games about. Where are you supposed to find the time for them all? Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, it's kind of made the point I just made as well. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, it's too many, too many giant games. Yeah. And here's the next new member. It's uh, Nabby9. I presume this is a male person, but pff, this is what he's been playing. Red Dead Redemption 2. Loving this. The whole atmosphere and slow pace is a nice change from most recent games. Forza Horizon 4. This is what I'm playing on my lunch at work. Nice to dip in for an hour while I can. Diablo 3 on Switch. Seems a great fit to me. I don't know what work he's doing where he can play Forza Horizon 4 on his lunch break, but cool. Yeah, that's a good point. Unless he can nip home and... Let's not speculate. There's no... Nah. <laughs> Could be, could, be, could be working from home, we don't yeah. And uh, Diablo 3, I've heard good things as well, apart from the text is very small. Yeah, I kind of, I'm tempted by Diablo 3. I never got back to it on PC because of the always online stuff. I don't know, I sort of feel like it's a PC game, but maybe on Switch eventually. One of those games, if they ever dropped in price on Switch, I'd pick it up, but I get the feeling it's going to always stay like 30 quid. Hmm. And here's his want. I want Zone of the End as the second runner on PSVR. Loved both games back on the PS2, so we'll definitely be picking this up to see what it's like in VR. I've never tried any of the Zone of the Enders games. I remember um, Reva. Every time the, the name Zone of the Enders comes up, I always think of Reva. Yeah. Because he was massive into him. Yeah, now I've got a PSVR, I'm all of a sudden interested in it as well. But <laughs> yeah, same. It's not something I ever got around to, and I don't know if this is a good one to just pick up out of completely out of context or, or what, but... Yeah, it's been really cheap recently. It's been like £10 in a few places. Yeah, and his bin? I'm binning Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Really struggled to get into it and I don't know why. Really enjoyed the other two but I'm just not enjoying it. We'll probably come back to it after I've got through the above. You've played Shadow of the Tomb Raider or did you... I think you wanted to play it. You wanted it to go cheap. I've Yeah, I've played the other two and I, I will probably get around to this at some point but I didn't... I liked the other two but not so much so that I rushed out and got this one. Mm. I find them a little boring, but I like them as far as you know, they're, they're good games, they're good solid games. So even though I've heard not amazing things about this, I kind of still want it. I know, uh, is it Blakey that really likes it? Someone really likes it. Yeah, I think so. It's clearly not absolute shit or anything, so I probably will get to it, but yeah, I'm not that it's appeared in someone's bin, I'm not hugely surprised from what I've heard. Yeah. And speak of the devil, here's Blakey, here's what he's been playing. Red Dead Redemption 2. About 29 hours in. Absolutely adore this so far. It is simply astonishing. Took me quite a while to get used to the controls. But once it clicked it really fell into place. Deltarune. Chapter 1. The unexpected new game from Undertale creator. Toby Fox. 
It's more of the same really. I thought Undertale was incredibly original and should be applauded for its irreverent sense of humor but ultimately a little bit overrated and it's the same case with Deltarune. Definitely worth playing for free if you've got a PC or Mac though. Taiko no Tatsujin. Drum fun. Got this purely because of my fond memories of Donkey Kongo on the GameCube. Not a great surprise that Blakey is um, saying it. Red Dead is astonishing. But um, yeah, that's Blakey. <laughs> He's got a decent mix of games though. He's got his Red Dead and then Deltarune, which is indie weirdness. And then Taiko no Tatsujin, which I think a lot of people actually want and have completely forgotten that they want but also maybe a realistic about not spending £65 for a game and a drum controller that you might never play. That's the thing, I would only want it if I had the drum controller. And yeah, it's just a lot of money for, for a game that I probably wouldn't play that much. Mm-hmm. Here's his wants. Smash Brothers Ultimate, ridiculously hyped after the recent Direct. Persona Dancing Collection, really looking forward to this next month. Fist of the North Star, Lost Paradise. Hitman 2, and The Quiet Man. Uh, I'm with him on Smash Brothers and Hitman 2. I'm going to say he does not want The Quiet Man. Having watched rather a lot of footage of The Quiet Man, nobody should want The Quiet Man. Yeah. that That's pretty awful. It just looks like a... I don't know, I can see it as a cheap novel. Like, I think had I not seen it, I could see me of picking it up cheap and playing through it and being like, yeah, this is terrible, but I've played through all of it. But yeah, I think seeing what I've seen, I, I'm probably going to just not... Also, I've basically seen the entire game, so... Yeah. Yeah, this enough, so I've, I've, again, I've heard not great things, but I'm with him, I'll probably still pick it up at some point. I just don't know when I'll get around to playing it. Persona Dancing Collection, apparently it's good. Um, Spaxo's played it. Uh, Smash Brothers, Smash Brothers, Hitman 2. I I've never really clicked with the Hitman games, but I kind of want to like them. So hmm. it might be, eventually, I might be, uh, might be picking it up, maybe. And here's his bid. Nothing as of yet. I'm going to say uh, The Quiet Man should be in there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's me. On to a different class. Here's what he's been playing. The Evil Within. This was my Halloween game this year, but to be honest, I'm finding it a bit too stress and anxiety inducing. I can only play it in short stints and I have to be in the right mood to play it. Paladins. I'm on this a lot and enjoying it. I've been messing with some different characters and finding them to be pretty unique. Mantis Burn Racing. I'm reaching the point where it's getting quite hard so I don't know how much longer I'll be playing it. It's pretty relentless. The Legend of Zelda. Majora's Mask 3D. Started this on a whim and just can't stop playing it. People are right. It is very good. Hollow Knight. Picked this up again and blasted through to the end of this amazing game. You're a big fan of Hollow Knight, I believe. Ugh, fucking piece of shit, okay. <laughs> Amazing, it says here. He says he says it's amazing. It's I don't know. It's going to be one of those games in it that you're going to listen to Game of the Year stuff, and one person's going to go, "I really liked it." And you're just going to be like, "This is awful." I'm going to have to write a post. But it's yeah. I kind of wish I'd picked. Um, even though I know they're fairly similar games, I, I wish I'd picked Dead Cells over it, just because people seem to talk positively about Dead Cells less. So I, it wouldn't irritate me as much. But yeah, I don't know. I'm glad people like it. I wanted to. I just. I just don't. Mantis Burn Racing I played on the PS4 back when it came out. It's decent. It's not the most amazing thing in the world, but it's. he seems to be saying, well, what he says is, you know, he doesn't know how much longer he'll, he'll be playing it. That was kind of my issue. I got to the end of my time with it before I got anywhere near the end of the game. I played a decent amount of it, but 
yeah, Paladins, I don't know that I'll ever ever play in Evil Within. I'm glad someone's back playing that, even if it doesn't really appeal to me. But I kind of a game that I wanted to be really good and I'm not entirely sure it it, it, ha- it had its problems. Here's his want. I want Grip. The spiritual successor to Roll Cage comes out this month and I hope to get it at some point. I also want Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. I want to wander around Kanto HD with an Eevee with a haircut. I've seen footage of uh, Grip. It looks a bit rubbish. It looks to me like a Switch game in that I don't see it selling on anything else, but I wouldn't be surprised mm. if it did quite well on, on Switch. It reminded me of something else that I was... I can't remember what it was. There was some other game that was coming out that looked sort of similar that doesn't look as good. But yeah, it, I don't know. I'm glad that sort of game still exists, even if it's mm. not going to do hugely well. But I had uh, fond memories of Roll Cage. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon, I don't know. The way they've changed it, some of the stuff, like I don't mind a, a Pokemon game every now and then. I, it took me a long time to... I was an adult before I played my first one, but the, some of the stuff they've changed makes it less appealing, even though I think some of the stuff they've changed might actually be better. And knowing that there's a version that comes with a Pokeball that you can control the game with, that's obviously the one that I want. But it's also that that price is enough to go, well, you don't really want it, so don't spend. So hopefully it it's one of those, like, they just go, oh, this takes up too much space. We're selling it for like 30 quid with the controller. Then it's like, yeah, okay, I'll get that. It's a Nintendo Pokemon game. The chances are fairly slim. Answer is Bin. PlayStation Plus. It runs out this month and I can't justify it right now. I'd rather put my limited money elsewhere. Sort of with him on that as well. Yeah, it's understandable. Onto Radio Floyd, this is his play. Dragon Quest XI. Halfway through the month. 60 hours in. Not sure if I'm going to finish the game by the end of the month or not, but I will see it through to the end. Currently sitting on a 7 out of 10 for me. I would say it's been a disappointment. Would you say you're the same, but 7 out of 10? Yeah, but I, I'm, you know, a harsh critic. <laughs> yeah. So 7 out of 10 is pretty fucking good. Ah, it's not that good. But yeah, I don't know, 7 or 8 is, is somewhere around there. I, I kind of agree, it's a disappointment, but not in the sense that it's it's bad, just that what I hoped for it, not quite delivered on. But hmm. it's sort of like, not necessarily that I expect it to be a 9 out of 10 or anything, just like I said, the tone of it isn't quite what I wanted. Whereas if it just, if that changed... And the rest of the game was exactly the same. Even there's quite a lot of revisiting areas in it, which I am fairly critical of, generally speaking. But you don't spend ages in the second time around, so it's it's not too bad. But yeah, it feels a bit game lengthy towards the end, a bit of padding. Hmm. But that stuff's not bothered me too much. It's just, I say, it's just the tone. If that was still there, if it changed the tone and the rest of the game was fine, it'd, it'd pull me through a bit more. But yeah, it is kind of like I need to finish this just because I need to finish it. At the same time, I've played a lot of Dragon Quest over the last 10 years or so. I don't know how much of that is just over-familiarity with me, whereas someone who's playing it for the first time now might really, really like it. Here's his once. I want Kingdom Hearts 3 and Sekiro. Shadows die twice. From game I'm really looking forward to, despite some trepidation of... um, It doesn't have uh, multiplayer and doesn't have an RPG levelling system. Okay. So quite what that game will end up being I'm not entirely sure I was going to say a bit more Devil May Cry or something but even Devil May Cry has levelling up and things I mean not levelling up as such but you improve the character yeah I don't know whether that was just got misinterpreted but that's apparently what the uh, director has said there is no multiplayer there is no RPG system hmm. so mm, and everyone's favourite Kingdom Hearts 3 <laughs> on to his bin bin not being able to get out of bed in the morning yeah that's Fair enough. Yeah. On to 3-4, this is what he's been playing. 
Red Dead 2. I can blow hot or cold on this. Sometimes a narrative or setting just makes me think wow. Then I'll run into someone because of the clunky ass controls and end up with a bounty on me. Yeah, that's basically exactly what that game is. Sometimes it's great and yeah, and sometimes it's irritating. More or less what you said, blowing hot and cold on it. Yeah. And um, here's once. I want Smash Brothers Ultimate. I've always enjoyed a good Smash and I think this has the potential to be the best of the bunch. An ideal Christmas game. Also want Black Armory D2 DLC. Yeah, we've already mentioned Smash Brothers. That's uh, that's a good one to look forward to. I have no idea what Black Armory 2 D2 is. No, I've me either. Not a clue. Should we quickly Google it? Forsaken Destiny 2. Okay. Wasn't worth Googling. Is this been? Too many damn games to play. Yeah, that's pretty much the theme of this episode, I think. Yeah, end of the year, innit? Yeah. Uh, onto Nag, here's what he's been playing. Gears of War 4. I never really stop playing this, but a drop of new achievements will always catch my attention. Soul Calibur 6. Return to this and I'm slowly making my way through the Libra of Souls mode. The fights are fun enough. The story is gash. Yeah, Soul Calibur 6 sort of came and went a bit, which is a bit of a shame. It seemed like people were excited for a Soul Calibur game again, and then everyone just immediately stopped talking about it. Yeah. Not necessarily on the forum, or, or, or Nag in particular or anything, just in general. Like, kind of want it at some point, maybe, but I never got around to Tekken either, so... In particular, he was really looking forward to Soul Calibur 6. Hmm. Mainly the boobs, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Here's his want. Red Dead Redemption 2. I want to feel like I'm having some fun. I want to not have to spend 10 minutes at a time trekking across the map to do fucking anything at all while hitting a button 10,000 times to keep up a steady pace. I want the game to not feel like an absolute chore to play. This is a, one of the posts where I thought it was best to highlight of, here's another opinion, contrast this with Blakey's. Nag I feel particularly sorry for because he was massively looking forward to Red Dead Redemption 2 and I think his heart has been broken by this. I feel his pain. I hope everyone gets something from other people because it the first one, well I say the first one, the previous one had like people talk about it as being one of the games of the generation and all that sort of stuff like it had its fans and it'd be nice if people at least come out of this saying it was good it maybe wasn't what I wanted but it was good then that's you know that's what I hope for everyone including you Hendo. I don't think that's going to happen I think people will look back at it and say it was a shit show mm. because that's what generally happens yeah binary zero one opinions yes yes absolutely and here's his bin my gaming backlog the damn thing just keeps getting bigger and bigger there's just not enough hours in the day. Again, lots of games. Yep. Uh, on to uh, Rick. This is his play. Hyper Life Drifter. I wanted to play it for a while and saw it on sale for £6 so picked it up. Great little Zelda clone with unforgiving combat. Beautiful visuals and haunting music. Final Fantasy IX. Another one I picked up in a sale on its 18th anniversary. About an hour into disc 2 now, and spent my first couple of hours on it grinding my first 10 levels listening to the MF Gamers podcasts. He posted about Hyperlight Drifter, and it was a game I haven't thought about in a while. I never got around to playing it, but yeah, it was well received. Again, something that maybe people just didn't go back to, or it just sort of got forgotten. So yeah, it was cool seeing an older, let's say older game, it was like two years, I think. Not that old, but yeah, seeing it sort of get talked about again was kind of cool. Yeah, I think he's been um, doing shows of it on um, the Strange Play YouTube channel. Hmm. That's one of the games that I wanted to get around to and never bothered. 
I might pick it up at some point. I know the music is amazing because doing a music podcast, I, I listen to a lot of that music that I've never played games of, and yeah, Hyperlight Drift is pretty cool. Onto his wants. I want Spider-Man, Turf Wars, loved the core game and enjoyed the first DLC with Black Cat. I also want a job. Seriously sick of being unemployed now. The DLC for Spider-Man, eventually, I'm, I'm with him on that, I think I'll play through it, but... Uh, it's cheaper at the minute, I think, but as everyone keeps saying, too many games, maybe just wait a bit. Uh, onto his bin. Facebook. I finally deleted the fucker and I feel great for it. Diet and exercise. It's supposed to be fun but I'm just tired and ache all the time. I miss alcohol and pizza and chips and chocolate. And I'm bored of eating like a rabbit. Bring on Christmas. The ultimate cheat day. I haven't been to the gym in a long time and I'm still paying for it. <laughs> so, um... I need to get back into that. Facebook, I barely use anymore. Yeah. I've never had a Facebook account, but I used to be in charge of the works one. And diet and exercise, the diet, not so much for me, but I, I have been exercising. And I guess the flip side for me is I've been trying to break the habit of telling people like, yeah, I was out for a run yesterday. You know, I went for a run the other day. I just like, <laughs> so, you know, granted a, a couple of the forum have, have heard a couple of my stories. Are, yeah, I went for a run and saw this couple fucking in the woods. <laughs> but like it's not all that sometimes it's just like yeah i saw this thing or i went out and i went out on bonfire night for a run and it was lighting up it was kind of cool and i just told like multiple people the story and i've told you it now there's no need no one gives a shit <laughs> so i need to stop doing that but yeah i am i'm sticking with the going running while i can on to sly reflex this is what he's been playing dragon's dogma this game is what happens when you have a western RPG and you have a load of different Japanese games do a train on it. It's super special but also kick ass at the same time. It has jank, bit like that unassuming lass that took advantage of you when you were drunk. It's a beast that shouldn't be underestimated. Pinball FX3. I'm trying to go up the leagues but I've hit a wall. The competition is too strong. The Pinball Arcade. I've been playing through some of the tables that got removed from the game in the hopes that me having some knowledge of some of the tables that could potentially show up in FX3 would help me. The tables that have already been converted to FX3 feel far slower and aren't as sharp visually. It's easy to see why some people prefer Zen's takeover far sights. You'll have heard the Pinball special. Probably not to everyone's taste. I think you've mentioned before you don't like Pinball, but... Um, they did a good job, him and Jim. Yeah, I should clarify, I guess. I don't hate pinball. I'm not a weird. I just, <laughs> it's what I was saying. It's just, I'm indifferent to it. It's fine. But yeah, um, I would say Dragon's Dogma is a game that I own twice. I bought on the PS3. Uh, they had like a remaster version of the PS3 you want for the PS3, where they tidied some stuff up and bundled it with some DLC. And that was what I always wanted to get. I wanted to play. I got it towards the end of PS3's life when it came out and wanted to get around to it. And I got it on PC, I think, and I was like, yeah, I'll definitely get around to it, I'll definitely get around to it. Reading Sly and Nag and people like that talking about it has completely put me off it. <laughs> uh, it just does not sound like a game I want to play. And maybe it's just that it's framed now in the context of a Dark Souls, whereas prior to that it wasn't. Uh, it was framed more in Western RPGs. And that sounded appealing to me, whereas now as soon as you start comparing it to the Souls games, it's uh, maybe not. But, and again, not that I hate the Souls games. It just lost what was appealing to me like the more i've heard about it which is a bit of a shame yeah onto his want i just bought rainbow six siege and i'm hoping it's going to be smooth running it's not going to be though is it i'm going to get fucked several ways from sunday and end up losing my temper a lot 
In fact I'd be disappointed if I didn't lose my shit a few times. I want Regemon to get better. There's ants to be killed and it's more fun with a dirty scouse in tow. I want to see Rick again for more face to face japes. A few days wasn't enough. Most importantly I want all the people coming in from games TM to settle in and feel at home. This place is never going to be GTM so buckle in, hold on tight and enjoy the ride that is motherfucking gamers. I hope Regiment gets better. Yeah. Also with him on the people from GamesTM coming in, because if people don't know, GamesTM as a magazine is folding. This is the this month is the last issue. I have the last issue as well. I haven't bought it in several years, so I'm part of the problem. <laughs> like a lot of the forum like ignoring the, the new people from GamesTM, a lot of our forum have ties to Games TM, the very, very old forum, and the magazine itself. That was how a lot of us, you know, we went on that forum because we read the magazine and yep. and then they shut the forum down and eventually came back and That's where our roots are, so natural logical home for Games TM, I think. Aren't here's been Bloodborne, but not in the way you think. I fucking miss it. I don't think I'm going to play a game as clever or as well designed as that game for a long time. The more I think about it the more I miss it. I might just buy the DLC and go play that. Because I feel a bit empty not having it there. Finally. Londoners. Fuck me. What a miserable set of cunts. Yeah, Londoners, yep. Yeah. And I'm glad that he, he came around in the end on Bloodborne. It's been an up and down journey for him on that, I think. Yeah, I tell you who you might have lost on it though. Spatsu was round, as I said yesterday over the weekend he he saw it on my hard drive so I, I sort of dabbled with it and I'm, I'm probably done with it as well I was playing it because Spatula wanted to see it and I think he was a pretty hard no on the uh, <laughs> on the Bloodborne thing just like mm, yeah I, I don't think that's for me yeah I can respect that finally we have Bello so here's Bello's play stuff Torna the golden country definitely a whiff of fresh summer air in this XC2 expansion this already has most hours clocked on my switch and should grab another 25 by the end of this little beauty. I didn't realise this was this was out already. I'm tempted by Xenoblade Chronicles 2, but the thought of playing through it, and there's, there's stuff about I kind of would rather play it in Japanese. I don't know if there's a Japanese voice on the download or on the disc, because the English stuff looks a fucking nightmare. Mm. So I was toying with just getting the DLC instead, a shorter thing, and it's standalone and stuff. I don't know if it will work without the context of the, the main game, but starting to be interested in Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Onto his want. I want Smash. Yep. Same as a lot of us. And finally his Bim. I've had quite enough of Red Dead 2. Thank you very much. I know Blakey thinks this is pure hyperbole, but I did actually nod off several times while playing this, during those horrendous horse rides to mission points. Never a good sign. Like Rick, I too have jibbed Facebook. It's not a philosophical stance. Just a realisation that no one I know actually posts on it anymore. Opinions all over the place on the Red Dead 2. And, uh, yeah. I think Blakey's the only one who's massively, massively into it. Yeah. We're coming to the end now, so this is what you've got to look forward to over the next month. So, games-wise, on the 27th of November, there is Darksiders 3, which... I'm going to guess it will sink without a trace. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. On the 4th of December, there is a couple of games that's just caused 4, which probably might also sink without a trace. Yeah, no one seems excited for it. And I guess no. because uh, Just Cause 3 was a mess, which is weird that it was a mess because it ran fairly well on PC but was a mess on the consoles. 
but why mm. are you making Just Cause 3 or Just Cause in general based around a PC and I say this as someone who plays on PC predominantly like that's a console game you make that for to, you know sort of work on the consoles yeah it blew my mind that it, it was so shit at, on consoles because that's where your audience is just make it run on that like it makes more sense that Batman didn't run properly on PC but worked on the consoles than it, it does the other way around and on the same day um, Persona Renders Night Collection which you mentioned before that's the one that Spatula's imported oh right okay I was going to ask because that's a different name I think I was going to say like, is that actually a, a port of 3 and 4 for something but because you've got 3, 4 and 5 I'm so assuming it's the characters from 3, 4 and 5 dancing around I uh, pass <laughs> don't know 7th of December we've got Super Smash and Katamari as we now know Damashe yeah yeah I really wish that wasn't coming out on the 7th because I I want Katamari but it's on the console that is going to be I'm going to be playing a lot of Smash I think yeah I'm like a diehard Smash fan just because it's a big game yeah and yeah so I really like Katamari but it's gonna just not get played which is a bit of a shame Finally, 11th of December, we have Earth Defense Force Five. Yeah, you're really looking forward to. I don't, I don't get. I don't, I don't want to say any more than that because I don't want to upset people. But I just <laughs> don't understand it. I just don't. All right, do you know the truth is, I think I do understand it. <laughs> I just don't think it's. Yeah, I can stop there. I'm not even going to finish that sentence. It's the Emperor's new clothes, except most of the rest of the world is kind of going. No, no, he's bollock naked and he's covered in shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to uh, disagree with you to be honest. There's, there's a couple of people that might, but I'm not going to be one of them. Yeah, the, the two people playing it, they are really enjoying it. Or were, um, I don't think we talked about it this month, but yeah, last month, I think mean, we were really enjoying it. Yeah, and uh, finally, we have the podcasts coming up for the next month. So December, we always release on a Sunday, and December has five Sundays. Oh, no. So, yeah, there's a lot coming out. So we have 2nd of December, 20 questions, number 12. I asked Sly for a comment on this and he said nope. He just said that it has been recorded and will be edited in time. Any comment or hint of what it is? Nope. 9th of December, top 10 number 5? Oh, that's soon. I've just done one. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got one recorded. I wanted to record another one as well. It shouldn't be... It was a fa- The one that I recorded was a fairly easy record. So it should be... Uh, I haven't started editing it yet. I've still got a bit of paper next to me with a time stamp of something that I needed to cut. Uh, just a huge amount of racism. Wasn't expecting it, but... <laughs> no, just a conversation we needed to... We went off of one and just need to, to trim that. But aside from that, it was a fairly easy record. Like I say, someone else might try and record as well and, and do that first just to break things up a bit. And then, yeah, and then I need to maybe get one recorded in December, but then I might, regardless of what happens after that, I might just take a break from it for a bit because we're going to have... Presumably a game of the year one. After that, there's a special me and Illogger maybe working on. All right. And then I don't know. I don't know what your plans are after that in terms of new stuff you were on about. Well, for the rest of December, we've got the um, the second part of the Music from Games show, which is from July to December. Yeah. Of uh, game themes, some really cool stuff in there. And the 23rd December, we have Christmas memories, and I've got question mark because. I think Sly has one organised, but he hasn't recorded it yet. Yeah, I did that last year with him. Me and Jim did it. Which I would say as well is they're not tied to a particular year. So if you are already in the Christmas mood, maybe uh, maybe dig out last year's one. Well, we since we just talked about 
our Christmas memories, games associated with Christmas, and or not actually not even that so much more. Oh, I, got, I remember the year I got this, and so on, so on, so on. Mm. It, was, it was all right. It was good fun. Yeah, I did bring it up with him. The possibility of if he didn't have one ready, we could always just repost the old one. Yeah, because um, people probably wouldn't have heard it. Yeah, and repeats a part of Christmas. So yeah, uh, but yeah, it was one of the first podcasts when we started redoing podcasts. It's one of the first ones yeah. we did. So no, it seems like podcasts are here to stay. We've done a year of them. Yeah, we've we've done over a year now. So there's presumably there's a play one bin for next Christmas as well, or not next Christmas for December. Yeah, so the the thirtieth of December, it is not Play Want Bin December, it is Play Want Bin two thousand eighteen. Oh right. The game of the year stuff has evolved quite a lot. So last year, I had people record themselves. I think it was four or five of us. This year was gonna be get as many people as possible to record, send them in to me, and I'll put it all together. That has evolved to the point now where I think that would be a logistical nightmare because we might end up with loads and loads of people. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is, at the beginning of December, I will open up a new thread for Play Won't Bin 2018, separate to Blakey's Top 10 of the Year, where I will ask questions of your play section, what is your game of the year, and what are your two follow-up games of the year, which can be released not in this year. So basically, if Sly wanted to say one of his games of the year was Bloodborne, that's fine. Yeah, because it's what he's played this year. Yeah, the actual game of the year is been released this year the want is the one game that you're most looking forward to in the future and the bin is the one thing that you would just most like to bin hmm. i can't think of anything coming next year that particularly it feels quiet next year nothing too much rude. i know there's a few big games announced but i can't think of too much i'm sure something will come up but that's the plan and i would like to get you and sly with me okay and we'll have um, Robot Voice read them out and we will go for ours and go for other people's. That's the plan at the moment for Play What Bin 2018. Whether it happens or not is a different matter. So yeah, so that's it. So uh, we will see you at the end of the month, I guess. Bye-bye.